Welcome everybody. This is Lacey Frazier here, Structure House Life Coach, along with Katie Krasinski, Structure House Fitness Director, for another edition of our Structure House Wellness Podcasts. We have, I believe, not podcasted in the last two months. Um, Life has been pretty busy, both inside and outside of Structure House. However, we are thrilled to be together again today to bring you another meaningful and hopefully helpful conversation. So welcome, Katie. Thank you. Awesome to be here with you as we cross the threshold into July of 2022. Pretty crazy. Um, Monday's July 4th. Uh, I don't know where the time is going. But it is, it's awesome to be sitting together again, and, and in, the, in the couple months where we haven't podcasted, we've come up with about 150 different ideas for podcasting. Uh, and here we sit on July 2nd, and I think where we've landed today is, you know, what we want to talk about is something that, that I call uh, follow the feeling. And I just want to kind of introduce the topic, and let's see where, where this goes, as as most of our listeners probably are aware, we, we don't, you and I kind of in our everyday practice, um, we often don't know where we're going to go with, with our clients in sessions. Um, we, we use our intuition, we feel our way through it, we, we kind of connect to what we feel like they, they may need, and we meet them where they are, and I kind of think that's exactly what we're going to do in this podcast today. So I'm excited. Me too. So uh, I'd love to start us off with just this notion of, of follow the feeling. And, you know, when, when with the population that we work with, the participants that we work with, and, and maybe even in our own personal lives, we have a tendency to want to, when we're thinking about weight management, weight loss, maintaining, uh, weight, maintaining a good weight, or journeying in our health, we are often using certain markers to kind of mark mark our journey and and probably the two biggest things that i hear people talk about the most is the uh, dreaded scale and the number on the scale right as a marker for their weight loss and also clothing sizes right so when people come to us and they're they're seeking guidance and help in in moving forward in a different direction with respect to their health, they are often focused on these markers. And I am, I all the time am trying to guide clients to think about not focusing on these very specific markers, but focusing more on the feeling in their body. And that could be a feeling that they felt in their past when they felt fit and good about themselves. That could be uh, a feeling in the present as they as they journey through the classes at Structure House, uh, or that could be a focus on a feeling in the future. How do I want to feel in my body? But I'm telling you, I I really believe it's the feeling that is the most important thing. And if we could follow the feeling, it we would uh, I believe whether we call it a feeling that's pushing us from behind. And motivating us or a feeling that's pulling us forward. I feel that getting into the feeling, feeling energized, feeling fit or tight or muscular, feeling good as our, our clothes start to loosen, feeling good in, the, in a confident way that we made it to this class or that class, 
feeling good and connected in a group exercise class, right? It's, it's the feeling that really matters because feeling is emotion and emotion is energy and motion, as people have heard me say so many times. So uh, what, if, what if we could really help people? What do you think about that, Katie, about that focus on, on the feeling more than anything else and, and certainly more than thought? I mean, that's totally how we operate um, at Structure House and in both of our personal and professional practices. So kind of something that comes to mind is we can't really obtain a future feeling if we don't understand our current feeling. What do you think on that? Well, and I would also say almost that that we can understand a future feeling if we've both can identify it in our present and or we have felt it before in our past right 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 so if if i'm somebody who um i don't know this wouldn't be true but i wish it were but if i never knew the feeling of anger say anger was an emotion that i just i'd never experienced I've kind of seen it in other people, but I've never experienced anger. So I don't really, if I had to get angry, I don't really know how I would do that if I haven't had, if I didn't have experience with the feeling of anger, right? So it's, I think that's sort of what you're saying. If, if I don't have a, a, an experience of myself as feeling fit and trim and, uh, and energized or motivated, then, then maybe I can only maybe use those words to describe where I want to go or how I want to feel, but actually not have had the experience inside of myself of those feelings. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. But do you also agree that if you are, if you are not aware of how you're actually feeling in the present moment, you can't get to any other kind of feeling if you don't have that self-awareness of your actual current feeling? And I feel like a lot of people... say to us maybe and this might come from thoughts or actual wanting or feeling whatever you want to call that but a lot of people who at least I sit with are like okay I want to feel joy exercising or I want this to be fun Um, but they don't even understand like what they're feeling right now in the body they have right now so I how I at least approach it is we have to figure out that first just understand it kind of process it a little bit and then kind of set an intention of a future feeling. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really really great point. I mean, you have to I mean, you have to know what you're feeling in the moment and many of us are 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 unaware of feelings. If certainly we're unaware of feelings in general, our emotional experience, we we may not be able to put words to it, we may not be able to language it and we don't know how we're feeling in our body. So, yes, the first step is about self-awareness and then giving it a language, like teaching people how to, how to feel what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think my, my main point about this, and I don't know that I've kind of hit this main point home, is that, is that I want to direct pe- I want to help people shift their attention from focusing on um, these markers, like the scale or the pounds or the... Um, what I want to look like in a year, how I fit in that dress, and I want to fo- I want to help them shift their attention onto really how they're feeling now and how they want to continue to feel. So, so when I say follow the feeling, 
if I, if my focus is on my feeling on my present moment feeling and how I want to continue to feel, then maybe I will be more motivated in, in my exercise routine or in my eating habits. Right. Right. So when it comes to shifting our attention and kind of bringing it back to the now, we need to ask the question, we as in us as professionals or the person wanting to achieve a feeling of what's the thing you are trying to accomplish? And is your idea that you're going to accomplish this and it be over? Is it a lifelong journey? Because that switches up things. Because if, if we are trying to say, let's just lose 10 pounds in three months. What feeling is that bringing you? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think it's what, what feeling, what feeling, it's not just what feeling is it bringing you, but it's why, what's the, what's the why feeling. So it's not just saying, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds because I need to fit in that dress or I need to get that knee surgery. It's, it's, what is the feeling you're trying to achieve within yourself with the 10 pound weight loss? Right? Right. Yeah. So, so I think that's, that's, that's one question mm-hmm. um, and one way we can follow the feeling. Mm-hmm. And then I think another is to, to understand how is to, in this moment when, when I'm just completed that exercise class or I, or I went through a, a full day without snacking and I just had my three meals or whatever it is, and I touch base with myself and how I'm feeling about that, about sticking to the structure, about attending that class, about learning that material. And am I feeling good? Am I feeling good? Am I feeling confident? Am I feeling proud? Am I feeling humble? Am I feeling energized? Am I feeling successful? Right? And we want to follow that feeling. We want more of that feeling. Exactly. And I think that sometimes the way people kind of set themselves up or are guided, more setting themselves up, but it makes almost like a feeling very short-term lived or temporary, and it's not permanent or lifelong. And that's because it's like, like they get it and then boom and they don't keep refueling it and that's what we're trying to get across here in this podcast is you want to have a feeling and live it every day fuel it even more what you fuel is fueling you right what you fuel is fueling you Mm -hmm. exactly you like that awesome awesome (laughs) absolutely so so i i think i think people need to not really make the focus point what do I want to feel but yes have that understand where you're at understand what you want to feel but don't think it's just gonna like come to you and you felt it and great you want to keep that good feeling positive feeling alive in your body just like maybe you've been keeping bad feelings going because you just keep fueling them with your thoughts and your experiences and your actions or lack thereof but you're still fueling that bad negative feeling. So as much as we fuel the bad negative feeling all the time, we need to take the same energy and turn it into something positive and life-giving. Absolutely. We have to keep, we, we have to keep fueling that, the positive feeling that, you know, exactly what you, what you said, but I wanted to go, I wanted to say that, you know, what, what pulls us away? Why does that, why does that good feeling seem fleeting at times? Like, why can't we stay on track with it or maintain it long-term? And the reason is because all this stuff comes in sideways in life, 
and we interpret it, and those other feelings, those more negative feelings, interrupt the positive feeling, and we allow it to pull us off our center. And we don't neutralize. There you go. We don't neutralize. So we don't give ourselves like that pause period. And I think a lot of people like react versus respond. And yeah, that's we go from one feeling to another right away. And we don't give ourselves like a grace period to just kind of sit with something and kind of be just like experience the middle. And the more we can experience the middle, the neutralization, the less swing we have of feelings and the more we feel at least grounded and um, we can get right back into positive action steps to feel what we've been feeling. The, re- the responding is so, so important. I talk about that in a lot of my classes. Uh, but I want to give a, like a concrete example of how, how this has happened. I've seen this happen repeatedly. You know, somebody comes, a participant comes, and they stay, say they stay four or six weeks. And they get into the groove by, by their second week, and they're feeling really good. They're feeling energized. They're, they're in a routine. They're going to all the classes. They're doing all the, all the exercise uh, work. They are feeling great. They have not fallen into old habits. And they just the, the experience of confidence and good feeling in their body is building. And then they get sick. Say they get a cold or they injure themselves or they, you know, they pull a, a tendon or they, or, or they have to be in their apartment because they're not feeling well, right? right? And what happens? What happens to all that good feeling? Goes it, away. it goes away. Mm-hmm. And they, they allow that good feeling quickly turns into negative feeling, frustration, impatience, intolerance, discomfort woe is me, those kinds of things. And I mean, I don't think, I I personally don't think there's a bad feeling because I think all feelings are valid, but it's how much attention do you give it? How much do you linger on it? Let it kind of really spiral out of control. Like, I don't think, if I'm talking in terms of my field specifically, like going to an exercise class and not enjoying it, having a not good time, miserable, exhausting, whatever you want to call it or associate with, it's true and it's valid and just kind of take it but don't be hung up on it because it's probably one teaching you something and um there's more experiences to live so don't let that fuel every single future experience or don't let it stop you from experiencing different feelings yeah i think that's important to note because very yeah yeah very important yeah um uh, and I agree with you. I think all feelings. I don't. I, I think all feelings are important because they're our body's cue. You know, uh, they're guiding us all the time. But the question becomes, how much control, kind of over our experience and over those feelings, do we feel like we have? And and it's really easy to to find all the things that are wrong in the world, wrong in my day, wrong in my family, wrong in my body. You know, it's it's easy to focus on those negative feelings. Um, but what if we could learn how to notice them, be aware of them, give them a certain level of attention to say, "Hey, I see you. Hey, I feel feel you. I know you're teaching me something. I know you're telling me something, and I'm choosing." I'm choosing these feelings over here. These are the ones I really want to focus on. These are the ones I want to give my attention to. And that is feeling fit, feeling energized, feeling confident, feeling good in my body, feeling loving, feeling kind, feeling, you know, um, good about moving forward in my life. So positive, consistent behavior is what we're trying to help people achieve. 
okay? So I think asking someone or asking yourself, what is guiding me to, through, and after an experience? Yes. Right? Right. Because that's powerful. Because is it my thoughts or is it my feelings? Is it a feeling that I had or had? Um, we need to latch on to the good in something and replicate it in as many ways as possible so people can keep feeling the feeling. Yes. And, and it's not just about having, oh, having the good feeling um, at the end. It's about having an intention of a good feeling going to it, having a good feeling in it, and then having a good feeling after it. Reflect on it with positive thoughts and then replicate the experience with the feeling being the primary intention, not the thoughts. And the thoughts are going to dictate something before you even feel. Right. So focus on feeling no matter what. And if there's got to be something positive in an experience that you can feel. So I think about it from my area, right? And if someone's always saying, well, I have knee pain, I have knee pain. I am trying to lower that feeling of knee pain and pair it up with fun. So yes. it's not just about having one feeling. And I think that's something we have to get across to people, at least from my area yes. of expertise, is you might have negative or whatever you want to call them, bad feelings, but we can still have another positive feeling. I can make this really fun for you. Or you can feel like you're doing some good hard work. You're moving your body and it feels challenging and challenging for you. That's achievable, feels good. And that's the feel good. And you might have still that knee pain, but... The bigger value percent on the other feeling will get you coming back more than the negative. Or, yes. And or we just work with that other feeling. You just got to work with it. Absolutely. There you go. You nailed it. That's it. Right? So, you know, in my language, in my area, in the behavioral health coaching arena, I talk about achieving a better feeling thought. Think about that. A better feeling thought. So, so let's just use your example. Somebody comes in with knee pain. And they're focused on the knee pain. They're focused on the knee pain. And you are in the habit of wanting to bring them to a slightly better feeling, a slightly different focus than the knee pain. And you want to, and one way you do it is you, you pair it with, with having fun. And you're going to get them in a different headspace, a different heart space, and a different body space with themselves so that they have a better experience in that particular moment. And they, and you want them to build on that on that better experience, right? So even if, so, totally. And, and what comes to mind for me is like working with someone, let's just say with knee pain, and that's so consuming to them, it, it might not even be fun. We can pair it up with a thought that's positive. Right. So then that takes that negative feeling and actually makes it more positive. So if it, uh, someone's trying to walk better without knee pain, right? Um, or walk with confidence, but they feel like they can't trust themselves and they have fear built up in their body. I say to them, okay, tell me about someone. Just tell me about someone really quick about who you love, who you love so deeply. And tell me a memory you have with them, something outside. Okay, you were walking to the garden with them. Get back into that space, that feeling. Pull that out from the past for me and move your body like that. I know you have knee pain, but I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk about love and walk into the garden. And they ride that off. Amazing. They, it's less about the knee pain, more about the experience. Well, and that you, you just illustrated the, what I was talking about earlier when we first started, which is shifting the attention, shifting the focus. When we, whatever we're focusing on is, is 
what's going to ignite or instigate the thought and then the associated feeling, right? So, so from a behavioral standpoint, that's what we do a lot. We talk about, okay, how, we, how we, something happens in our environment, how we think a certain way about it, and that thought about it leads to a feeling about it, and then we, we behave uh, in reaction to that emotional experience of it. So, but it's all about what you focus on. So if I'm focusing on watching the news and I'm focusing on what's on the news and people get sick and tired of me giving this example, but it is so the best example. If I'm focused on the news, then my brain, I'm going to be thinking about what I saw on the news. And when I'm thinking about what I saw on the news, the negative feelings associated with what I saw on the news and what I'm thinking about is, is, is going to expand. Right? Right. So, so what you just illustrated with the knee pain is, is, yeah, okay, I got it. You have knee pain. All right. We hear that. I hear that. We can, and, and we can focus on the knee pain and all the, the thoughts around the knee pain that are going to limit the physical experience you're about to have. Exactly. Or we can shift. We can shift the focus. We can acknowledge the knee pain, but we can shift the focus onto uh, a positive experience in your life. We can call up that feeling. We can get into that feeling, and now we're ha- we're in your arena. You're 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 doing the movement or the exercise or the routine or whatever you're doing, and you've got them in the feeling of the past experience that they have now brought into the present, yeah. and that knee pain is no longer nearly as strong as it was before. Yeah, what we're talking about right here, right now, is like re-engineering thoughts and feelings. Hundred percent. Right? We're in with our hard hats, and um, the same way we can talk about like feeling, adjusting feeling to feeling, like negative feeling to positive feeling, or pairing up negative feeling, bad feeling with positive thought. Um, I think we can also pair up thoughts to feelings, if that makes sense. So, someone, for example, hates running. Well. Have you ever given yourself the chance to run? Like get out, it's the same thing that you're saying, but get out of your thoughts and let's focus on a good feeling from running. Uh, just give another oh, Or I'm going to go back to this concept of, of having a better feeling thought, right? Right. So if somebody doesn't like running and, and we, and you really feel like they need to, to, to do some running and you want to get them into, to a better feeling about running, mm-hmm. then you sort of stay, I call it stair stepping the thought process to get them feeling better about running. So if, if somebody doesn't, doesn't like running because when they were 12, their parent always made them run laps around the cul-de-sac, you know, before dinner, um, they, they still have a bad taste in their mouth, so to speak, because of running the laps when they were 12, right? Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. resent running. Right. They resent the parent for that. And I, 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 Go ahead. I, I, I'm just following you. <laughs> um, I think what can really help people at least from the work that I've done, and for you, um, is that we might think we can't like get that feeling again or like uh, keep it going. Like if I'm sitting here right now and I'm like, I-, I don't think I can get there, right? Or I don't know if I can have, like I'm trying to feel grounded and calm, but I'm not feeling like that. Just change your environment, right? Mm-hmm. So don't let your thoughts come in and say you can't. Try sit sit outside on the ground. Right. Right. Um, if you don't like exercise, well, we don't have to be in the gym, right? Uh, change well, your you, mind. You know what? Go you, to you, you did this so brilliantly. I have to. I have to bring in this story. Um, uh, you did this so well with me just the other day. 
So I came in for an early morning workout mm-hmm. with you, mm-hmm. and I was not feeling it. I hadn't gotten very good sleep the night before. I was kind of a little bit sort of grumpy. And when I came in, I know, believe it or not, I do get grumpy every now and then. And, um, <laughs> and I just wasn't feeling it. I, you know, we say that. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling the workout. I wasn't feeling the energy of the workout. And, and I think you know that if you just get somebody into it, a lot, nine out of 10 times, they will get into it with you, you know, but I, you couldn't, I could feel that you couldn't pull me out of where I was. Right. So out of the blue, you know, we, 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 you turn to me and you say, Lacey, do you have your lacrosse sticks in your car? And I said, as a matter of fact, I do. And it's six thirty in the morning. Boom. Right. <laughs> and exactly. And, and I said, why? And you said, let's go get them. Right? We've never done this before. You did not even, you know, this was not a plan. You didn't even know I had them in my car. But you know that, that the one thing that brings me, not the one thing, but a big thing that brings me big joy is tossing a lacrosse ball. Because I was, I played, you know, the majority of my life and I miss it. And, and you know that that brings me such joy. So here I am feeling grumpy, having slept, not really, I mean, I got myself into the gym at 630 and I was proud of that. But I could not get myself started, and you could feel that. And you couldn't get me started. You couldn't pull me out of that. But then you said, let's get the sticks out of the car. And I thought, all right, let's go with it. And we did. I didn't even think about it. We went. We got the sticks. We got out in the, out in the parking lot. It was a beautiful, cool morning. And we just tossed for probably 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it shifted my energy. It shifted my mood completely. That's the power of it. That's the power yeah. of it. It's brilliant it, it, on your it's, part. It's it's super cool. And that's what's going to make someone more consistent than not. You think, oh, I'm not doing like my regular workout. Then let's reprogram. Let's meet your body where you're at. Let's meet your feelings where they're at. And make something happen. That gives you some kind of positivity because that, compared to not moving your body at all, is not life-giving. And you're not going to feel great. So you'd be chasing the same feeling that from when you walked right in the door. So let's just connect you with something else. Put music on. Do this. Go dance. That's what makes well, okay, I don't dance. <laughs> but when I just throw in my headphones, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I put on my headphones and just start working out, half the time I'm not even actually following my workout. I'm just jamming out and bopping around the gym. So it's so powerful because it makes me feel alive. And I'd rather chase that every single day than, did I get this done? Did I do that? That will come if I'm feeling good. Yeah, that is such a good point. And I, you know, it's interesting this this last week in, in class and in Digging Deeper, we talked about sort of rewiring our neurocircuitry uh, because we have so, so many default settings that give us all of these sort of deceptive brain messages and limiting beliefs and all of those things. And we, we find ourselves like on the hamster wheel of thought all the time. And this is a lot of what my classes are about, right? So the thoughts just keep going around and around and around. They're not doing us any, any service. They're not life-giving. They just, they kind of keep us stuck. They keep us incarcerated. They keep us tethered to our past or worried about the future. But how do we, and those, those are neurocircuitry. These are well-worn neuropathways because they're so used to thinking the same way over and over again. And, and I'm just, this is to your point, whereas this week we talked a lot about how do I begin to rewire that neurocircuitry? How do I, how do I actually like glitch out my brain so it starts to think in a different way, right? Which of course will lead to feeling a different way. 
So we talked about getting creative, doing something you've never done before, trying a new hobby, trying a new way of thinking, you know, um, going out with a friend in a different way, driving a new route to work. You know, all of these things are are changing up the brain circuitry. And that's what we need to do. We kind of need to trick ourselves into thinking differently. And some people overthink this way too much. Right, right. right. Just follow a good feeling. Make it simple. Find some feeling that you enjoy feeling and find a way to replicate it. And then that can be a whole new world. Yeah. Don't overthink it. I mean, thinking about this stuff is good, but some people just get so into the questions about it all that I'm, you're going to overwhelm and shut down. Yeah, and I, I, I think that that is a, a really important point, kind of the point that I, I've been thinking about the last couple of weeks before talking with you today is that is that our our thought process and our brain it's kind of in a way like our own worst enemy you know and and I think we overthink we overanalyze we um, we have limiting thought we we just incarcerate ourselves with our own thoughts where and and I think tapping into the feeling in the present moment is is just so powerful and empowering yeah you know and that and that's another point to this conversation and and I don't want to take us too far in a different direction but everything we're talking about when we talk about thought and feeling is related to kind of uh empowerment and 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 really taking our power back from all of these things outside of ourselves that seem to govern how we think and how we feel really we want to pay attention stay very aware and know that I have the power in me and the control in me to think a different thought, to feel mm-hmm. a different feeling mm-hmm. at any given moment. Right? Yeah. So. Awesome stuff. Yeah. So I, um, I really appreciate you uh, sitting with me today, Katie. And, and, and I know we could talk for hours and hours about this stuff. And I know we're both very, very passionate about helping people and guiding people in becoming better versions of themselves if they feel that they are not where they want to be, you know, in their in their life, in their bodies, in their minds, in their emotional state. Um, and, and we're here, you know, as two people who have, have and continue to work on ourselves individually, personally, um, and experientially. And we're here to, to speak these messages, give a language to, and, uh, and help people in, in, in the ways that we know how. Yeah. You just got to practice it. Keep yeah. practicing it. Practice it. Practice self-awareness. Self- awareness yeah. of thought. Awareness of feeling. Choose a better feeling thought, and you're well on your way. In any given moment, you can choose a better feeling thought. Yeah. You know? Take power for yourself. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, ha- have a wonderful month of July, uh, everybody out there listening today. We hope to see you at Structure House in the near future. With some good feelings. <laughs> With some good feelings. <laughs> All right. Happy 4th.